when this dude lit an L on the subway car yesterday next to his moped, I was like, New York is back. <laughs> Welcome to the Knicks Fade Podcast. Oh, yeah! Home of the zestiest yurts, this side of the Hudson River, baby. Oh, yeah! Three Knicks junkies ready for their fix, baby. Dougie Fresh, what's good? For three and a half quarters tonight, I was the D-boy. I transformed into the D-boy, being like, Randall, what the fuck are you doing? Where the hell is quickly? Obi Toppin, please finish the game. I wish you were starting all year. And then all of a sudden, Randall had 34 points, and we won by 19. And who gave him the fucking lead? Obi motherfucking Toppin and Emmanuel motherfucking quickly. All I'm saying is it all worked out in the end. D-boy. Uh, D boy, you have anything else to add to your to your rage? You're well. I was reminded that Derek Rose tore his ACL nine years ago today. So just like shout outs, salutes to the return to the triumphant journey that we all get to rejoice in and experience. See, we were going sad there, but then we got joyous, and I'm going to get sad again because. Bill Pito was wearing a navy blazer and black pants. Two thumbs down from Sad Monty. Final score, the Big Apple, 113. Second City, 94. Walt suit, sultry stripes. Percolating pinstripes out here. Really popping for a Knicks victory against the Windy City. They kind of blew. Quick hits! Quick hits! Dubs 10 out of the last 11 going into that killer six-game road trip. Let's give these Knicks their goddamn flowers before then. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to one of the few good things to come out of New England, Nerland's Noel. He put on a defensive masterclass, collecting four steals and swatting five shots while clocking a team high plus 24. You don't like Dunkin' Donuts? The Bernard King 30 ain't a thing platinum medallion goes to the man who wears number 30, Julius Randle. He enjoyed his 12th 30 plus point performance of the year and his seventh in the last nine games. The Orville Redenbacher microwave scorer of the game goes to the neophyte, Emmanuel Quickly, for his 11 points in six fourth quarter minutes. Put some butter on that boy. The James Flight White slam of the night goes to Obi Toppin's slick one-handed putback of his own miss, bringing the Garden Faithful to their feet with six minutes to go. And the sad stat of the game? Frank Nilakina, the French prince, the franchise, has not played more than five minutes in a game since March 25th. This day in Sad Nick's history, April 28th, 2012, Miami 100, New York 67. The first year of the Heatles, the super team, not one, not two, not you get the rest. This team was freaking good, the Knicks were not. 
Carmelo Anthony went 3 for 15 with 4 turnovers and a team worst minus 35. On the flip side, LeBron James had a plus 35 for the game with an efficient 32 points and 4 steals. Good decision, LeBron. Game long three. It's good. Emmanuel quickly. 9-0 start here to this fourth quarter. Uh, you has seven points here. Barrett, tough rebound in traffic and a quick outlet. Alley-oop. Rose to Toppin for the finish. Derrick Rose and Obi Toppin connect once again. It feels like some of the curses that hex the Knicks are lifting. For the majority of the last two decades, the blue and orange have made a habit of always finding a way to lose to the teams we are supposed to beat. This season, the tides have turned. The Knickerbockers are a remarkable 23-9 against teams with losing records. The leads they always squander in the third aren't gone that long, and the team has found its identity in the fourth quarter. This is a reality that seemed so obscure and ridiculous just a few months ago, and now is becoming expected behavior. As David Byrne famously said, how did I get here? Well, Kyrie Irving wasn't the only one to burn a little sage to remove all the bad juju that was in the garden. This is essentially the same team from last year with marginal changes, mostly the bench. The bench has changed a lot, but it's got to be Tibbs, really. He's got to get coach of the year at this point. Like, I hate some of his rotations, but he's got to be coach of the year. Yeah, Monty Williams is in consideration as well, but he got a Hall of Famer in the offseason got to be Tibbs, right, guys? I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm hallucinating watching the sloppy, disgusting basketball I'm seeing with Tibbs' schemes implemented on the offensive end. Then all of a sudden, we win games. Nerlens Noel is committing fatalities and exhuming the ghost of thousands of Vucevic hook shots with one massive block to end the game. The defense is out of control, and that's the only way I can explain that every single time we seem to play like shit against bad teams, we somehow end up pulling it out, and tonight we even turn this slop fest into a blowout. How do you explain it? To me, all the credit has to go to the bench and to the front office team that built it. The list of guys who have won us games coming off the pine this year is super fucking long. Austin Rivers beat the Jazz. Alec Burks has been one of the most clutch players on the roster, but the real glue is the energy from Quickly and Obi Toppin. Amen. And don't sleep on the hype train of guys like Kevin Knox and Norvell Pell either, because the most exciting player to watch every single night, Theo Pinson. Maybe Theo Pinson really is the MVP of this team. I've seen him dap up at least 57 different players from different teams. Who doesn't Theo Pinson know? I have to say when the Knicks were up by 20 and there was less than a shot clock's worth of time left, I'm really sure the Bulls would have been cool with Pinson jacking up a three. I really don't think they would have been with that. I'm disappointed that he dribbled out. I really am. Obi's had tonight, arguably his stretch of play doesn't really show up on the box score. Four points. But my goodness, those two huge dunks and the individual defense set the garden on fire. You have to think that when that starting lineup is running in place like it so often does, we need that spark to get over the hump. And great improvements we've had this season with Obi and quickly have come on the defensive side. They looked a bit lost to start the season, and they've really made strides on that end of the ball. Everybody talks about their offensive production, but they look competent out here against second units in the NBA. But we have to give our flowers to Kenny Payne. 
Because across the board, I mean, how many Kentucky players are on this team that are co- crazy overperforming their expectations? Nerlens Noel is looking like a defensive player of the year candidate pretty much every single night. It's amazing how he's protecting the rim. Everybody talks about Randall, but don't forget that Quickly's there too. And the individual player development that we've seen like kind of across the board, I think has his imprint on it in a huge way. So we're going to need to come up with big, big time performances against teams that are of a higher quality, against teams with winning records when we make it to the playoffs. What's the X factor that's going to get us into competition and maybe allow us to eke out some wins against some higher seeds and maybe even take a series if we have that four or five seeding? Well, we're about to be put to the test before the playoffs. Don't forget that of the six-game road trip, five of them are against actual one through eight seeds in the West. That is tough, especially when right now the Knicks are one game up from fifth, two games from sixth, and only four and a half from eighth. So Knicks go through a long losing streak right here. We end up with those last three games in the garden. Those are essential for how we end the season and where we place. Did I get way too high watching the Knicks? and got transported back in time and I'm watching the 2011 Chicago Bulls. A young defensive squad, check. Tom Thibodeau in his first year, check. Winning percentage up by 20 percentage points, check. Derrick Rose, check. Tosh Gibson, check. A big market city, hype, check. Whoa, I'm fucking tripping, bro. Derrick Rose won an MVP. Julius Randle will win a most improved player. Tibbs, Coach of the Year, 2.0. Let's go! But before we get too high, a quote about the 2010-2011 Bulls. This is a basketball team that should play in multiple NBA Finals. Let's just be happy with that for now. Ooh, yikes. Will the Knicks do the same and crash and burn like that? I'm too high for this shit. Paranoid of the other shoe dropping. I'll just take my own advice. Smoke and enjoy. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait. And always remember, Tom Thibodeau has a losing record in the playoffs and has lost in the first round half the time.